Welcome to Title Tea, where we bring you all the tea on tough title transactions. We'll touch on real-life title issues and how to ensure a painless real estate transaction. We're just two Texas escrow officers who want to share our experiences. We learn the hard way, so you don't have to. My name is Libby, and I'm here with Nikki. So Nikki, what you got? All right, welcome back. We have started a new month. We're now in November, and we're going to start a new topic. So this month, we're going to be talking about family transactions. Before we get into the details of that, we really want to talk about homestead in Texas. This is something that's a little bit different than other states, and it really plays a major role in transactions when you're buying and selling with family. So this episode, we're going to focus mainly on homestead and what it is and how it plays into real estate transactions. So first off, to define it, in Texas, homestead is defined as the place of residence for a family or individual and is secure from forced sale by general creditors. So the Texas Constitution lays out the rights and laws tied to your homestead, the main one being that the only way a person can lose their homestead rights is through death, abandonment sale, which is a fancy way of saying they move to a new home, or foreclosure of a lien against the homestead. So there are restrictions on what types of liens can be placed against the homestead. So mainly we're talking about any mortgages that are on the property, tax liens, which can be state or federal, divorce settlements, and some construction liens. So the state has regulation on how these liens are placed on the property. Uh, there's different types of loans that can be done on homestead. And when you do a homestead loan, say like a home equity loan, where you're taking equity out of the property, the state really regulates those and it has to meet all of the guidelines set by the state. This is all meant to protect the homeowner so that you're not putting frivolous loans on your property and then losing your homestead due to those loans defaulting. All of these homestead laws are really meant to protect the homeowner and keep that homestead safe. So then we'll talk about what kind of property can be defined as homestead, and the state has limits on that property. So they break out homestead in two different categories and then put limits on those categories. Your homestead can be categorized as either urban or rural. So let's talk about urban. Urban is when the property is within city limits or inside of an ETJ, which is an extra territorial jurisdiction. So the ETJ is an area around the city limits where the city has declared that to be potentially annexed at a future date. And that urban homestead is limited to 10 acres. So if you have a property that's larger than 10 acres, then you may have problems declaring that as your homestead when you're in the city limits. If the property is rural, which is going to be any property not within the city limits or in an ETJ, then it is limited to 100 acres for an individual or 200 acres for a family. So when you get out of the city limits, that homestead can expand and be a lot larger than what is accepted inside the city. And then when we talk about family, it can be defined in multiple ways. Okay, so for example, it can be a married couple. And in Texas, common law marriage is recognized, as well as same-sex couples marriage is recognized. But it can also include, say, an adult child and their parent. It can include brothers and sisters. It can be a divorced parent and a minor child. Or if you are a married couple who has claimed homestead and one of the spouses passes away, 
that spouse can still retain the family status even if that spouse dies. So it can be a widower with no children and still qualify as a family, which means they can still qualify up to that 200 acres. So these homestead laws are very complex. And due to the protection the Texas Constitution provides, there are specific requirements that title has to meet when dealing with homestead property. When it comes to title, homestead property will require all owners and their spouses to be a part of any transaction. If the property was acquired as a person's separate property, which means it was acquired before marriage or something along those lines, the spouse will still need to be involved. And this can cause some issues for some clients. But before we go into that, let's go over the differences between community property and separate property. So Texas is a community property state, which means that when you have an asset or for our purposes, a property and you're married, it is automatically assumed to be community property. The owner has to prove that it is a separate property. So some examples of separate property are owned prior to marriage. You can inherit it. It's been received by a gift. It's divided in a separate agreement, aka a prenuptial agreement or postnuptial agreement, also known as a partition agreement. Community property is defined as all other property acquired in marriage. Some things that can muddy the waters here is that if a spouse can claim monetary interest in the property, that is also deemed separate property. So here's a scenario for you. Let's say you have a rental property that I owned prior to my marriage. Post-marriage, my husband and I combined our assets and now we operate out of a single shared bank account. I then go on to use the funds in our shared account to renovate my rental property. Technically, a case can be made by my husband. A portion of his funds slash income was used to renovate my separate property and that he's entitled to be reimbursed for those funds. This is something you may see come up in a divorce settlement and it would be the court's job to determine the validity of the claim and determine an amount for reimbursement. But you can see how it kind of can get muddied up as the separate property, I say that in quotes, claim here. So also what can complicate things further is that in Texas, at least, is homestead. If I acquired my home prior to my marriage and my husband resides in the home with me, he now has a homestead claim to the property. Even though he's not a legal owner, he has rights granted by the Texas Constitution. If I wanted to sell that home, title would in most cases require that my husband join in on the warranty deed just to ensure that his homestead rights are terminated in the transaction. Even if the property is separate property and there is no homestead claimed by either spouse, we will need to have some involvement from the spouse. We will need them to execute a homestead affidavit in front of a notary that states that this property is being sold and is not their homestead, and they will need to list the property that is their homestead on that affidavit. As a real estate agent, it's good to set the expectation for the client that if they are married, the spouse will be required in some fashion to be a part of the transaction, even if it is only just to sign the affidavit, which this can be done prior to closing, and it can also be done anytime throughout the transaction leading up to the day of closing. Let's go into the homestead exemptions when it comes to taxes. So once you've established your homestead, then you can apply for a homestead exemption on your taxes. It offers a tax break on that property. As I stated before, you can only claim homestead on one property per individual or family. To qualify for the homestead exemption, 
you will need to submit an application to the county along with your ID showing the property as your listed address on the ID. This process is free of charge and the applications can be found on your county's appraisal district website. And I mention this because when you purchase a home, you will end up with a lot of junk mail and a lot of it's gonna look official and it'll come from companies that offer to file this exemption for you for a really low fee of $35, but it is free. So keep that in mind. If you're a real estate agent, make sure you're alerting your clients to this when they purchase their home so that they're not taken in by this. It used to be that you had to wait until January 1st of the following year to file this exemption, but a recent change allows for you to file this exemption immediately after closing on your new home. But keep in mind that they'll need that government ID to be updated with that new address before you can go through this process. And then there is an item on the upcoming local voting ballot to increase this exemption and give homeowners an increased tax break. Currently, the homestead exemption offers a discount off of your appraised value. When they calculate your property taxes, they appraise your house at a value, and then that value is multiplied by the current tax rate. So currently, the homestead offers $40,000 off of your appraised value, and then what is left is then multiplied by the tax rate. The vote, should it pass, would take that up to $100,000 off of your appraised value. But keep in mind that your property tax bill is comprised of multiple entities. So typically you'll have your county tax, your school tax, and then maybe you'll have a city tax or a hospital or a college tax as well. And each of those has their own tax rate. The homestead exemption won't apply towards all of these tax entities. Mainly, it's just the county. And then some cases you may have the ISD taxes or the city tax that allows it to be applied, but it just depends on the county that you reside in. So in the next couple episodes, we're going to take all of this homestead information and we're going to apply it to family transactions. You can see here that there's some requirements that the state has when you are talking about homesteaded property where the spouse may have to be involved. We're going to take that into some detail. We're going to give you guys some scenarios on how this can cause potential issues when it comes to closing transactions. So make sure you stay tuned. If you guys have any questions on homestead, we are happy to assist. You can reach us at our website, which is texastitlet.com. Texas is all spelled out. So be sure to tune in next week and the week after as we really dive into family transactions and how Homestead applies. We will see you all next week. Bye.